mini morning sports desk. This is the morning sports desk for Monday, August 8th. This is normally the part where I would say, how's it going, Corey? And he'd say, oh, just fine. And then we'd do a little bit of small talk before getting into everything. But uh, he's not here today. And there was some pretty big baseball news for the Minnesota Twins, who looked like they were on the verge of getting out of an extra inning jam in the 10th until, well, chaos ensued. And the pitch, a swing and a fly ball, shallow left. Beckham in. Still coming, still coming. He's got it. Merrifield is coming home. Beckham throws to the plate to catch the tag. This time, Sanchez has him. He's out. He's out. Merrifield is saying that he never had a lane to the plate. That Sanchez caught it and never gave Merrifield any lane to the plate. And now here comes Porter, and we're going to hear some noise from one side. After review, the call on the field is overturned. There was a violation by the catcher. The runner is safe. Toronto will retain their challenge. you got to be kidding me. And Rocco Baldelli has been thrown out of this game. He just threw his hat towards the Blue Jay dugout. As angry as I have seen Rocco since 2019, since his first day managing this team. Yeah, madness ensued as Rocco Baldelli uh, went ballistic, uh, and rightly so. And we'll get to his words in a second here. But uh, yeah, so the the initial gist of it was, and and I was talking with Dan a little bit about this earlier in the morning, was that when the new rule, because you're not allowed to just plow over the catcher anymore. About ten years ago, there was a there was a change in the rules after Buster Posey, the catcher of the San Francisco Giants, uh, he had both of his legs broken in a collision at the plate. It wasn't an intentional play, but just the you were taught to run into the catcher to try and not to try and knock the ball loose. So they did away with that. So now catchers have to give the runner a clear path to the base so they don't have to plow him over. And here and whatever, that's understandable. But Gary Sanchez didn't even break the rule. That's the thing. Is the rule is he can block the plate as long as he has possession of the ball. And if you look when he's trying to catch the ball, his left leg, which is the one in front of the plate, was up. He had a path to the base. So he can't, when he caught the ball, his leg came down and he tried to tag out Merrifield. And Merrifield, by the way, even after the game, the base runner, he said he tried to slide right into his leg to try, cause he knew he was thrown out. So he knew his chance was to slide into the catcher and hope to get that call, which he did. Uh, I'm, you know, I just, I don't know. I think never underestimate Major League Baseball's ability to get in their own way on these rule changes. This was a big game for the Twins. They just tied it up in the ninth inning. They got two runs after the offense was lifeless all day. It looked like they were about to get out of a jam and have the hitters come up and try and get something going and just completely took the wind out of their sails. I mean, it's uh, it was just frustrating with some of this stuff that uh, was going on yesterday for the Twins because the, Chris Archer, outside of a... Outside of a couple runs here and there, he pitched pretty well. 
and the Twins bullpen pitched great. Cole Sands gave some good innings. Uh, Caleb Thielbar had some good innings as well. They pitched well enough to win against a very good Toronto Blue Jays lineup. The Twins bats, you could say they should have scored earlier in the game. I agree. They had their chances. But the point is, is the Twins made some great plays. It was a great throw by Tim Beckham in left field. It was a great play at the plate by Sanchez. Because here's the thing. Even if you say, well, yeah, he kind of was blocking the plate. What's he supposed to do in that situation? He's trying to catch the ball. Does he just have to let him come in and score? Whit Merrifield went right in at home plate. What they teach you to do now because of this rule is to slide on the outside of home plate. You're supposed to kind of basically have your whole body go to the, go to the base runner's right side and have their left arm kind of snag home plate like Nick Gordon did on, uh, like Nick Gordon did on Friday night in the Twins win because he, if he would have slid right in, he would have been out. So he had to slide to the far side. So I, again, the Twins, I'm not bit the twins are not a great fundamental team at least they haven't really been this season but that's one where they did it right and the blue jays did it wrong and the blue jays got a win because of it so i don't know uh other than that i, I mean outside i'm just gonna let rocco kind of talk about this because rocco had some rocco was the most fired up he's ever been as a twins manager that that was blocking the plate that's beyond embarrassing for our game for all the players out there on both sides of the field working their ass off for the entire game, it's completely unacceptable. I can't even believe I'm sitting here talking to you guys about this right now. It's one of the worst moments I think we've seen of umpiring in any game I've ever been a part of in baseball. And I think it was pathetic what what just played out. I could go on and on and on about this. The umpires on the field have nothing to do with it. They made a play on the field, which was the right call, which every person in all of baseball, including the umpires, know is the proper call. And someone in New York decided that that was worthy of being overturned on the field. So Rocco mentioned there a little bit that, yeah, the umpires on the field made the call, and then Toronto reviewed it, because you might as well, and the league office in New York is actually the one who makes the call on that. Uh, it's kind of like the NFL. All The officials don't actually do the replay. It's a way for on-field umpires to kind of wipe their hands and say, look, this wasn't us. Uh, but if you're Rocco, what are you supposed to do? You're upset and Rocco said earlier that he was given no explanation for why it was ruled in that way. And also, uh, he went on to call, call this all, uh, uh, chicken bleep. Uh, I can't say, I uh, can't say much else. Uh, there was a few words we can't say on the radio, uh, that he said in his, uh, in his postgame comments. He was fired up. And you know what? That's good. It's a good fired up Rocco Baldelli. The rule is stupid. The decision was stupid. That game yesterday was stupid. The twins lost. You know, maybe they don't even win the game. They still would have had to score another run. Who knows what they would have did. But the Twins felt like they had a win taken away from them, or at least an opportunity to win the game taken away from them. Now, they did come up in the bottom of the 10th and go 1-2-3. Max Kepler made a pretty bad base running decision. As, again, we talked about the Twins' fundamentals sometimes seem to slip from them. Uh, so it wasn't all, I mean, it's not all on that call. 
you know, obviously not one, not one thing can be pinned on the officials in any sport. Me and Corey talk about this all the time. Uh, you can't blame the officials. There's always moments here and there where the team could have found a way to win the game in different areas, but the officials definitely in this game and the league office in New York mainly definitely tipped their thumbs on the scale of this game for the Minnesota Twins, who, by the way, and we talked about this, split a series with Toronto, one of the best teams in baseball. Uh, they're a good, solid playoff team. Their lineup is amazing. Vlad Guerrero Jr., just a monster. Uh, so it's a really good team. And for the Twins to come away with the series split, you'd have liked to win the series, which they had a really good chance to do, but you'll take it. The only problem is Cleveland got a win yesterday, so did the White Sox, so the Twins only have a one-game lead on the Guardians and a two-game lead on the White Sox as the L.A. Dodgers uh, are next on the schedule. By the way, the Dodgers, they have Major League Baseball's best record. They are, once again, an incredible baseball team. So the Twins, they faced the Dodgers in early April at Target Field. They lost both those games. Dodgers kind of beat them around a little bit. Uh, so we'll see how the Twins do in the rematch, uh, right now. But, and then they'll go to three games over the weekend in, uh, against the Angels in Los Angeles. So that should be three games ho- that they have a chance to win every single night. But that's a win last night against Toronto where you really felt like there was something there. Like that could have got you the extra win you needed. And it just would have helped out. You would have took three out of four out of a playoff team in Toronto and have a little bit of momentum coming into a tough two-game series starting tomorrow night. Last thing, though, Rocco Baldelli, the most animated, you know, he's got this kind of mantra for, you know, he he's too laid back, he doesn't do whatever. That was Ron Gardenhire-esque out of Rocco Baldelli yesterday. He threw his hat, he was just screaming, he was in their face. The only thing was his face wasn't beat red like Gardy's was, but... uh that's the most animated I've seen a Twins manager and most impactful of a decision I've seen, uh, and most impactful of a game this late in the season since back in 2008 when uh, A.J. Pierzynski talked to the umpire uh, when the Twins were playing the White Sox at the Metrodome, called Denard Span back into the batter's box after saying he got hit by a pitch. There was no replay back then. Basically, the Metrodome went ballistic. Gardy punted his hat about 20 feet in the air after he got ejected, and... Uh, Twins fans didn't do the right thing and they threw garbage on the field. That wasn't good. But it was one of those things where it's like, there, you remember stuff like that. And Rocco Baldelli did a good job and hopefully, you know, should he have yelled at the umpires specifically? The umpires weren't really to blame. It wasn't their call. But in terms of sending a message to your guys, to your team, saying, that was a BS call. I'm fighting for you guys. Like, this is a playoff race. I'm taking this seriously. I'm going to come out there and give them a piece of my mind. That's something good. And I think a lot of Twins fans, if you go watch the video, if you see the video, if you just even hear Rocco being this animated, you kind of sit there and you go, all right, good, good job, Rocco. You kind of feel a little bit... Twins fans, at least, whether right or wrong, have that kind of perception about Baldelli and a little bit of changing the tides, letting people know that he's got a little bit of, uh, he's got a little bit of that gruff in him. All right. This has been the morning sports desk for Monday, August 8th. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffel Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. 
and you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.